Hey everybody, welcome back to the Vegas Tips and Tricks podcast. As we continue our series of Vegas memories, although in recent weeks I think it's fair to say it's more about what I don't remember on so many of these trips. You know, it was interesting, I had a very good friend of mine today. We were watching a program from 1987, and she asked me if I had, you know, any particular memories of 1987, and I thought to myself, yeah, no. So it's not surprising when an entire year more or less slips your mind that uh, some of the details of uh, a few days in Las Vegas do as well, particularly when one considers the addition of various inebriating intoxicants to the mix. On our last show, we talked about the trips I took in 2005 and 2006, and so that means today we're going to talk about our 2007 and 2008 trips. I've been very inconsistent as far as giving the dates on these things, but it is interesting as I look back, and and I'll go ahead and do it just for fun, Um, go back to 2001, April 1st to the 5th. 2003, April 12th to the 16th, 2004, April 4th to the 8th, 2005, April 4th to the 9th, 2006, April 8th through the 13th. Well, this week, uh, 2007, we're going to start out with April 9th through the 14th. It does seem I've spent a lot of my time in Vegas in early April. Although the 2008 trip will be a little bit different, and uh, as that took place during the month of May, I'm not really sure about the timeline of that. I will say that, um, as many of you know, I work in the retail business, and we typically have had our inventory during uh, the early part of the spring, March, April. So I suspect a lot of my trips were planned around that and were planned to take place more or less you know, within a few days or weeks of uh, the inventory period, because that's a very busy time in terms of preparing the store. Um, You know, most businesses don't do their own inventories anymore. They bring in outside companies, but uh, it still requires a a pretty busy month, honestly, of preparation to make sure that things get counted accurately. And for a number of years, that took place typically in March. So that would explain why there were so many trips in April, including the first one I'm going to talk about today, which was in 2007. And this was the first trip I took where I stayed at the Gold Coast Casino. Um, If you remember a few weeks ago, we talked about my first stay at the Orleans. And I suspect my first stay at the Orleans was what ultimately led me to receiving a good room offer at their sister property, the Gold Coast. The trip in 2007 was another friend's trip. There has been a trend on that if you look back all the way to, well, yeah, 2002. Uh, It has not been a solo adventure, which for a number of years it had been. Excuse me. Excuse the noise. This is a professional recording studio, so it's what you would expect. 
On this particular trip, there were three friends of mine who were a part of it, one of whom was Andy, and I think I mentioned Andy in the 2006 program as having been a part of our trip that year. And uh, this was the one and only time I actually stayed with Andy. He joined me at the Gold Coast for four nights. We did not fly out together, surprisingly. I flew out of Kansas City on my normal Southwest Airlines flight. At that time, in Topeka, Kansas, uh, Allegiant Airlines had a nonstop flight to Vegas, and uh, he flew out on Allegiant, which I guess worked out all right. I did that once, too. We'll get to that trip in a few weeks. But, um, yeah, so I got in first and uh, got checked into the hotel and everything, and uh, he arrived a little bit later, and uh, we got him checked in as well. In addition, and not surprisingly, if you've been following along, my good friend JT was also along on this trip. He and Kenny, mentioned last week, were staying for five nights at Harris. They were kind enough as... Uh, Andy was going home after day four, and I believe day five was actually like a Friday night, so it was not an inexpensive day to book a trip, and they allowed me to crash in their room at Harrah's that final night. It was, as I think I have mentioned on a few occasions in recent years, not a particularly memorable trip. Um, Andy was not a lucky gambler. I don't know if he's become a luckier gambler in recent years, but uh, Andy had a bad habit of losing his money frequently. So he's, as I recall, every time I'd go back to the room, he'd be in there watching TV or something and, well, laughing, enjoying himself, having a good time away from work. So uh, hopefully he had a good time regardless of his lack of gambling success. We did all take a trip downtown one night, and that usually never ends well. Um... I'm sure there were several strong drinks consumed on Fremont Street. And I will tell a brief story on myself. Earlier in the day, we had visited the Hooters Hotel and Casino, probably because we were relatively young males, and it was the Hooters Hotel and Casino, and joined up the slot club and got, uh, I got like a free shot glass. And I was pretty excited about this. And so I tucked it away in my pocket for the remainder of the day. We went downtown, had a number of drinks. Uh, I suspect uh, we all took the bus. I think we did take the bus, actually, back to Harrah's. And from Harrah's, uh, Andy and I took the shuttle at that time from Harrah's to Rio, which, of course, is right across the street from Gold Coast. It was pretty late by the time we got there. We were pretty inebriated. We decided, well, I decided to sprint across Valley View, the fairly large... Um, wide thoroughfare that runs between the two properties and fell down in the middle of the road, which had the effect of breaking the shot glass in my pocket, which was not pleasant, as well as more or less, uh, I don't know, breaking or spraining my little finger. Uh, I was hurting the rest of the trip, and even the alcohol couldn't help out. Uh, Yeah, that was one of the roughest nights in Vegas and one of the roughest next days in Vegas. Uh, I did not do much that next day except uh, try to recover. I'm not sure any of us did. But, uh, but yeah, we had a good time. It was fun. Um, it was a perfectly respectable Las Vegas trip. 
And uh, I do remember waking up that last morning in Vegas at Harris. I had a pretty early flight, so I got up and around before the uh, other two. Uh, made my way downstairs, walked around a little bit. I believe I had breakfast over at, uh, oh, what was it called? You know, at that place. That place there by uh, Flamingo. Whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Had some uh, Burger King. A little close sandwich in the morning is always good. And, uh, yeah, and then just made my way home. Uh, pretty uneventful overall, but uh, as always, a good time. Now, the trip in 2008 was a kind of a different trip, but uh, the cast of characters is similar. Um, on this particular trip, I flew out once again with my buddy JT, and we were out there for five nights from May the 4th to May the 9th. The first three nights we stayed out at the Gold Coast. Yes, I've become attached to the Gold Coast, apparently. Or at least uh, I did, or was, for a couple of years. Um, I don't remember much of anything about it. Now, the interesting thing about this trip, and I think we mentioned it, or I mentioned it on a previous visit, is our good friend, Mr. Jason Culver was in town as well. I'm pretty sure we had arranged that in advance because his parents were living there at the time. We did not see a whole lot of Jason on this trip, as I recall. Um, but they were kind enough, his mother was, I believe, to pick us up at the Gold Coast after we had stayed there for three nights and took us down to the South Point. Uh, which is where we stayed the last two nights. I would suspect South Point is a property that not a lot of Vegas visitors have uh, have checked out over the years. Uh, it was a fairly new property at that time. And of course, upon arrival, it immediately reminded me of places like the Orleans and the Gold Coast because it originally had been the South Coast, part of the Coast Casinos brand which was absorbed by Boyd um, you know, around that same time, a little before that. So it felt very similar uh, in feel to that. Um, and we had a really nice room there. I have no complaints. At the time, they had a free shuttle that would take you from there down to Mandalay Bay. I think the first day that we were there, we more or less just hung out at South Point um, I'm not sure what JT did day two, probably just gamble, but I did take the shuttle uh, up to Mandalay Bay and kind of just spent a day wandering up and down the strip and uh, made it back, I suppose, pretty much on the last shuttle of the night. They also had a airport shuttle, which we were able to book, which was nice because we did not have to pay for a trip back to the airport. Um, yes, we, of course, provided a gratuity. The other thing I remember on this trip is, uh, as I say, we didn't see a lot of Jason, but we did spend some time with him and his mother, as I recall. Um, they took us out one evening to the Red Rock Hotel and Casino, which was the first time I had visited that place. And as most people who visit that place uh, react, um, we were pretty impressed with it. I think they were uh, planning to play some bingo or something out there. Um, Jason's mother and uh, a friend of hers 
but I don't know that they actually did. Um, I know we wandered around the casino, played a little bit there, um, and it was really cool. Ultimately, we made our way out to the Sun Coast. Yes, that's yet another former coast property, current Boyd property. And uh, so that's the one and only time I've actually been out to uh, Sun Coast. It was, again, perfectly fine and, again, completely reminded one of Orleans, Gold Coast, South Point, all of those other properties. Uh, maybe a little bit nicer. Certainly a remote location. And the interesting thing is there was, I don't know if there still is, a shuttle that would take you from Sun Coast back to the sort of strip area. And uh, we were able to catch that. Um, it would have been a hell of a taxi ride or a very long bus trip if we'd had to do that. But uh, we were like the only people on the shuttle bus, and it was pretty late at night. And uh, at that time, we were staying at Gold Coast, and uh, I believe the shuttle was supposed to drop us off at um, Barbary Coast or Bills, whatever it was. But uh, <clears throat> since we were the only people around and it was the last trip of the night, we actually went ahead and dropped us off at Gold Coast, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was another otherwise fairly nondescript trip. But it was uh, good to spend some time with uh, some good friends in Vegas, as usual. And, uh, you know, I said it was two new hotels. And I think we both agreed that both properties... Uh, were very nice. I, mean, I guess it wasn't a new hotel because I'd stayed at Gold Coast the year before. I always found like the drink service at Gold Coast to be really nice. I'd get up in the morning, go downstairs and play a little bit. And, you know, the cocktail waitress from the day before would remember me and you know ask me if I wanted a coffee, cream, no sugar. And sure enough, had it in no time. So, yeah. So I guess the uh, the message, perhaps, of this particular episode is uh, getting to know the Gold Coast and getting to check out some new properties. And uh, if you want to join me again on the next show, it may or may not be next week. It may be a couple of weeks, just warning you in advance. It's not an error. We will have another couple of new properties, more uh, friends in Vegas, and uh, so you're enjoying what we're doing here i hope that you'll follow us subscribe to us whatever they call it in the podcast world and uh, we'll be back with uh, more vegas memories on our next show until then i hope that uh, everything goes well for you hope you've had a great holiday weekend we'll talk to you all again real soon bye-bye